0: Hey guys we've been talking uh, the last couple of uh, days in our uh tuesday meeting but also what i uh in the coming in this coming season we uh uh, we like to talk a little bit more about uh, leadership um nick has a desire that uh that we are going and we need to raise the level of our leadership and that's for all of us um i said this morning in the meeting i said well you know what some of us are born with leadership qualities, but the majority of us, they have to, we have to learn that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people might see themselves as leaders, some people might not see themselves as a leader. But here's what God looks, when God looks at you, He looks at a leader. Because that's how you're born. That's how God created us. When He said in Genesis 1.26, take dominion, have authority, multiply. That's the mandate for leadership. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know that that grows. Uh, you know, we we're giving small things first. Uh, Bible says, "Don't don't despise the days of small beginnings." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We start small, and uh, the bone gets bigger. And before you know it, it's a it's a complete bull that you have to eat.
1: <laughs>
0: Started with a little chicken
1: wing, <laughs> and now
0: you're chewing on something big, but. As I said this past Sunday in church, showing through your faithfulness in serving God and serving others, the Lord will promote you. And promotion in God's eyes has nothing to do with you got a better title or you got more work to do. Promotion in God's eyes is always more humility. That's promotion. He sets you up for a season where you will be able to more humble, to serve even more. Tonight, I'd like to share a little bit about attitude. Uh, Talking about that real change happens from the inside. If you want to see things uh, change, most of the times our heart needs to change first before we actually see it in the physical happening. Mm -hmm. So there's an attitude, there's a desire, (coughs) you know, that needs to change uh, so that we actually can walk into the change. And I want to give you a couple of things. Uh, a couple of uh, uh, points here. Uh, actually, I do have points, George, this time. Mm-hmm. Um, point number one. How I start an assignment will greatly determine its outcome. How I start an assignment will greatly determine its outsc- outcome. Can somebody read Proverbs 17.22? Some is Proverbs 17.22 Nathaniel said the other day, you don't lose a, you use a lot of Bible, David. So, I said, okay, well, we're going to use some Bible then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Proverbs
0: 1722.
2: he uh, should read. It's your first... Oh. <clears throat> Oh, this is the message, by the way. So it may be a little bit different. But a cheerful disposition is good for your health. Gloom and doom leave you bone tired. No, oh, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> I knew <you'd> talk about. <laughs> you about
1: gloom and doom. No
0: I had to bring it up one of these days.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Many times, guys, we win a battle even before the battle has begun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why? Because of our attitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It all depends on your attitude. Is your attitude, are you full of hope, faith, optimism, or is your attitude always negative? Oh, I don't think I can reach my goals in life. Even before you start the assignment, have this attitude, man, this might be difficult, but you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to overcome this. I'm, I'm going to do good in the assignment that has been given to me don't look and sometimes you know as part of maybe our upbringing part of our character i don't know and some people are just playing negative change it become a positive person become a person of hope believe in in in, 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 in believe in god believe in the god inside of you believe in yourself that you are able to do this. Because if you start an assignment. With this attitude. You know what. I don't think I'm going to make it. I guarantee you. You're not going to make it. Because you're already released. Out of your mouth. And even in your mind. You're released. Into the spiritual atmosphere. The possibility. Man. This is not going to happen. This is not going to work. Instead of. Yes. Okay. This might be difficult. But you know what. I will be able to do this. I can do this. When God gives you an assignment to do, guys, He will never give you an assignment <coughs> that you will not be able to fulfill. Number two, my attitude towards others will determine how they will look to me. My attitude towards others will determine how they look to me. How do you look? To somebody else. And most of the time. We look through another person. Through our own lenses. Projection. Through our own pain. Through our own wounds. Wounded people will wound other people. Or hurted people will hurt other people. And they will be hurt by others. So if I'm hurted. I will hurt others around me. I might not do it on purpose. But what happens. Because there's a wound. There's a hurt inside of me. What happens, I will hurt other people around. Mm-hmm. And eventually, what happens, that other people will hurt me as well. Guys, we need to deal with the pain and the hurts from the past. Like Pumbaa said, put the past in your behind.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, something like that.
1: <laughs> behind <laughs> in your past. <laughs> Pumbaa. It was so
0: that wisdom.
3: beeps.
0: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I <don't> anyway, but so many times because of our hurts and we feel legitimate, you know, we have every reason to feel that because, man, you don't know what I've been going through. And we are kind of cherish the hurt. And cherish the pain. And now we're living out of that pain. Reflecting that pain to others. Hurting others by our snobby remarks. Or the undertone in a sentence. The underlying. You know the motive behind what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And you know what? People pick it up. They pick it up. Sometimes. You know what happens in my life? Is that. I never met that person, but even, and I, start, I look at that person, I see, there's already a fight. I'm fighting. Because there's something in, in, the, in the spirit that is not connecting. My wife, Bernadette, she's like, she is very, uh, what's the word? She's very uh, discerning. I always gave people kind of the benefit of the doubt. And I remember being pastor, you know, there you have good people, you have not so good people, and you have really plain evil people mm-hmm. in the Christian circles. Oh, wow.
1: What are they doing?
0: So anyway, uh, and a couple of times Bernadette told me, David, you know what? I don't trust him. I said, babe, it's okay, you know, it's fine, it's fine. And then, not long after the moment she said that, man, the monkey came out. It's like a little monkey, (laughs) and and mean, mean little monkey bites. Yeah. So I've I've learned to listen to my wife in situations like that. Yeah. Very discerning. So. Anyway, um, so my attitude towards others will determine how they look to me. So when we're talking about leading other peoples and guys, to a certain extent, all of us are doing that. Leadership is influence and to a certain extent, all of us are influencing other people. And you actually can train yourself. It's what Emily said last, last week. You can actually train yourself. In, in simple stuff like that. To connect with other people. So four important. Let me give you four steps in leading other people. First of all remember their name. People will feel important. When I was pastoring. Uh, pastoring the church. In my last church that I pastored. I made it a. 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 Uh, I made it a what 's a habit, yeah, to know every new people that came through the door. I shook their hands, and uh you know we always had greeters, but people you know always kind of you know liked it to when the pastor shake their hands you know and and I made it a habit to remember the name and remember a little part of the story that they told me, for instance, Bob comes in for the first time next week next week Bob comes in again. I go to Bob and shake his hand, "Bob, how are you doing?" And how's your brother doing that was having a surgery this past week?" Bob goes all surprised. Yeah. you know what? Bob is hooked, yeah. mm-hmm. because Bob knows there's somebody interested in my story. Mm-hmm. There's somebody who makes me feel important. Mm-hmm. People are not looking in how much Bible we are not looking in how much Bible knowledge we have, guys. People, first of all, when they come to the doors of our church, they want to know, are they interested in me? So remember their name. People will feel important. Recognize their potential. People will feel unique. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Number three, ask their help. People feel, people feel, feel useful. And number four, reward their work. People will feel special. In other words, it's okay to give a compliment. You did good. I remember when my when I had my own company, I was employing about twenty five. Uh, full time. Uh, I have forty people in my company, uh, twenty five full times and a and a part time uh, group as well. And I work with incentives.
1: <coughs> <Yes>.
0: Mate, <coughs> it's crazy, what an incentive does for people. People just like gifts, and and it's like they run an extra mile. Yeah. But just to reward their work, the you know the kind of the employee of the month. We had something else, but you know, we, uh, when they reach a certain uh, certain target, uh, and it's not always like you reward them with 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 a bonus. You know, we did, we did it after the after 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 the year after a year, but just in the in the, just in the different months. You know, they reach a certain a certain bonus. You give them incentive like like a dinner uh, check. You know, they can go dinner with their wives and or husbands, something like that. Man. They, they, they run like crazy. But they feel like seen. They feel like rewarded. Mm-hmm. You know what? Human be- human, humans are strange people. We are strange beings, man. I'll tell you that. Number three. My attitude is the factor that determines success or failure. It's your attitude that determines if you are successful or failure. Proverbs 4.23. Nathaniel, that's the Bible again. Because you go looking at me, oh, you only read one scripture first. Now I'm going to throw a couple of your face today, buddy. (laughs) Proverbs
2: 4.23. Keep vigilant. Watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid careless banter, white lies, and gossip. No, that's fine. Please. I think I read two
0: of them. Yeah. So, it's not so much the situation that makes it a success or a failure. It's you that makes it something a success or a failure. It's your attitude. Number, five, number four. My attitude can change problems into blessings. My attitude can change problems into blessings. Mm -hmm. Number five, my attitude can give me a good perspective on life. Mark nine twenty three. My attitude can give me a good perspective on life. Mark nine twenty three.
2: Jesus said, if there is no pips among believers, anything can happen.
0: The main difference between a leader and a follower, guys, is how they look to things. Mm. We can look at the same thing, but see a total different thing. And so many times, again, through which glasses are you looking? Mm. Are you looking through the glasses of failure? Are you looking to the glasses of hurt? Are you looking to the glasses of your past experience? Or are you looking at, man, this is a new challenge. This is hopeful. I'm being optimistic. I can do this. I know I will be able to succeed. It's the same when you wake up in the morning. Some people have a problem with starts on Monday morning. I'm a morning person. The moment I get up, the moment I open my eyes, I cannot lay in my bed. It's my... Let's go. You're not... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. I need to come to your bed. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my attitude, when I woke, wake up in the morning, is something like, man, this is going to be a great day. This is going to be a good day. And some people might say, well, that's, you know, through the circumstances of your life, you might go through a hard time. So, are you not a hypocrite? No, you're not a hypocrite. You don't have to live under your circumstances, you don't have to be a victim of what's going on in your life. Change your mind, think differently. As we said so many times, inside of you is the power of the Holy Spirit, the the glory and the presence of God inside of you. Did Jesus ever fail in his life? That whole aspect of failure. You know, we should change that language. Instead of, I failed, no, I've learned a lesson. And on that journey, you know, of life, we will learn a lot of lessons. Because when you start talking about, man, have failed, it doesn't take a long time before you see yourself as a failure. And the moment that starts kicking in, you will not develop anymore. You will not take a risk anymore. The horizon is something that is far, far away. Man, I even don't want to dare to look at the horizon. Big ships are not built for just, you know, flow through a little channel. Big ships are built to cross the oceans. And so many times we look too tiny to ourselves. We limit ourselves by past experience. and there's something big outside there, there's a challenge, there's opportunity, there's future, there is the horizon, so to say. And we look at it, yeah, we, we, we can sniff it in a way, but man, to go there is like, man, I'm, I'm not sure. Mm. Guys, I'd rather go and make some mistakes than stand by the side of the road like this. And yeah, I knew this was gonna, this was gonna fail. What's that all about? People who changed the course of history did it between the years of 30 and 40. So in that way, I'm an old fart. <laughs> Having said that, I still have a lot of life in me. Yeah. I thought about it the other day. When, I, but then I, th- I, th- I thought about it yesterday or, or this morning, I think I thought
1: oh.
0: how do I want I'm not going to say it, Kevin. Who was it again? How do I want to die? How do I want to die? No anyway, there's a part of me that I keep I cannot say that here. But I will offend I will offend the freak out of some of you. so I'm going to keep that a secret. to. Oh, alright, let's not. No, but part of it being you know Nick, how I want to die. I see myself laying on my you know my bed and my my, my grandkids, my kids and my spiritual sons and daughters are around the bed.
2: I saw
0: how you told know? us <laughs> much, man. I did that to you guys. <laughs> I'm not doing that, I'm not doing that. Don't tell me man. <laughs> can get can get behind me man <laughs> <laughs> And, and my last breath, or so to say, is that... Like, and I see that, of course, you know, if this happened, I don't know about that. I, I picture myself. Because the last... You should not die with a million dollars on your bank account, okay? You should have given everything away. Spiritually, the same thing. When you die, die empty. You have given everything away. So, my last thing that I will do when I die lay my hands on my kids grandkids you know my spiritual sons and, and 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 here's the inheritance guys take it and then one day my grand my grandchildren one of my grandkids will say well you know what my grandpa you know he planted five churches but you know what I'm 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 already more I've already planted 10 churches and then some of you go, I uh, thought about planting churches. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. Mm. I'm talking about you are, I'm talking about giving something away so that the future generation will take that and will build it further. Take it further than you were even able to take it. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Elijah saw something that little Elijah had, and he, said, he goes, Something man, you know what? That thing that he has, I want that. Mm-hmm. But I'm, you know what? I want a double.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A double portion. You want a single shot or a double shot? Double. Uh, is the Pope Catholic?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what kind of Christian is that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you dogs <laughs> Got a couple of those. <laughs> 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 Number six, my attitude is my best friend or my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Why? Because your attitude creates momentum, positive or negative. What kind of person are you? Do people love people to be around in your presence? Are you making people more joyful, happy? Are you an encourager? Is life coming off you? Are you a producer? I believe all those things, we find it in the Bible. That's the example that Christ gave us. Never in the Bible church was created to be a religious gathering place where we sing Kumbaya on a Sunday morning or evening. Never. It was a place of authority. It was a place of power. People were being sent out. I think it's in Acts chapter 5, Acts chapter 5 or 7. When, when the, Because the church, you know, the first church was, was under persecution. We don't realize that. They lived... On the tribulation, the whole witness, as the Bible, you know, shall be witnesses. The Greek word is martyrs. Uh, that's a little bit different than we think it is, because they were being tortured. Some of the, you know, the, the that expression Roman candles, the fireworks we have. You know, oh, I got a Roman candle. You know where it came from? Nero burnt Christians. He 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 painted them with tar and then he set them on fire. That's where we got the term Roman uh, Roman candles from. So next time you burn a Roman candle, you might think twice. Fireworks? No, no. I'm kidding. The but about the Roman candles was true. So it's your best friend or your worst enemy. Positive or negative number seven my attitude determines my joy in life not going somewhere and reaching the goals it's your attitude that determines your joy because even before the outcome of the of the of the goal you already meant this is although there were a little bit you know there was some 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 trials on the road but you know what man it was fantastic I've learned I've learned a lot of lessons here. I have learned some beautiful things. Yeah. It's your attitude. As we come into church or a meeting like this Thursday night, guys, let us come in an attitude of expectation. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm I'm so, so excited. What God is going to do tonight. In one of the difficult seasons of my life, being a pastor, uh, I remember what, what kind of kept me going was, was the presence of God. Unbelievable. And when I'm talking about the presence of God in the, in the church, in the house, my guys, it, it was unbelievable. We had miracles, and it's not about the miracles, don't get me wrong. But I'm talking about the presence of God laying so heavy on the meeting that you didn't want to go. You didn't want to go home, eh? And some of us were stuck. They were actually physically stuck to the, to the floor and to their chairs. Now, is that in the Bible? Probably not. I don't know. It was good, though. And, and, and the fruit was that people were getting saved. The fruit was that people getting healed. We had meetings, guys, that the presence of God was so strong that people were getting healed in the meeting. And you know what happened? Some of the kids phoned home and had their phones. Mom, put this on speaker. Let Dad listen to this. And the moment that Dad heard it, the anointing that was in the meeting hit the house back home and people on the other side of the phone were getting healed. I'm talking about that kind of weird stuff. So, you know what? That kept me going. (laughs) It was absolutely fantastic. My attitude will change, number seven, when I choose to change my attitude. Believe what happens inside of you is more important than what happens to you. Stop blaming others of your attitude. Take responsibility. Evaluate what what your attitude is. Here's one. Spend time with the right people. I think it was last Thursday that we said. Spirit attracts other spirits guys. A positive minded person. Will attract another positive minded person. And again you know. I remember being a pastor. And some some of the people you know were eating you know with eating disorder you know uh, it, it attracted. Even you know when they came new in the church. You know they always seem to find each other. But on the positive side as well, of course. So realize. Why am I attracted? To this negativity. Why am I attracted to this positivity well if you're attracted to a positive person probably you're positive yourself as well if you're attracted to a negative person probably there's some negativity inside of you find an example to follow Guys, we all need mentors in our lives. We need people that we are able to look up to. Man, I want want to follow that person. And in this whole generation and time frame of independence, you know, we try to figure this out by ourselves. I believe there's a reason that God gave people to other people. This whole discipling stuff is part of it. Mm -hmm. And mentors are not there to punish you or to tell you that you are a bad person. They are there to help you. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, sometimes truth can be a little bit difficult to swallow. So speaking truth in love does not always mean that I have to agree or that I have to be, how do I say this properly? Um, That I always have to agree with your actions or your behavior. If I would mentor you and I see something lousy in your behavior, I will confront you. Not so much because I want to kick your butt, but because I love you. I wish, when I was your age, guys, I wish I had some mentors in my life. A lot of the stuff that we're talking about, I had to figure it out by myself. Honestly. Spiritual fathers, never to be seen, never to be heard. Mentors, never. Nothing like that. And here we are, you know, we have a ton of people... Who are willing, you know, and who have the life experience as well? If I was you, Ben, I would, I would jump on that like a buzzard on a god wagon. <laughs> on the experience, the life experience, the love, the knowledge that is available when somebody. Excess is a gift. So when Jean comes to some of you girls and says, Man, I'm, I'm available. You know what you should do? Jump on it. Oh,
1: yeah. Just on
0: <laughs> when somebody opens his life, her life for you, you need to see that as a gift. Why? So that in a couple of years, you do exactly the same time. Because now you've seen what a benefit your mentor has had in your life. And now there's this because there's an old generation that comes right behind you. So the responsibility, in my opinion, is large, guys. The demand is there. So be available, be accessible. When people want to spend time with you, spend time with them. When people want to pick your brain, let them pick your brain. And again, we don't have to always agree with each other. That's kind of boring too, isn't it? Number eight, or whatever it is. My attitude needs to be adjusted on a constant basis. My (coughs) attitude needs to be adjusted on a constant basis. Philippians chapter 4, verses 8. Philippians 4, verses 8.
2: Summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, and the best, uh, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Then to practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. That in God who makes everything work together will work you into his most excellent
0: harmonies. So who's Paul writing to? He's writing to mature Christians. Mm-hmm. He's writing to people who know God. Mm-hmm. But then he still encourages them to fill their thoughts with the right things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when is it time to adjust? <coughs> personally, my own personal for own personally, for me the time to adjust is when I Have not spent enough time, you know, with the Lord. Simple. And in that also, you know, I like to think of myself that I'm an extrovert. But I can be an introvert as well. I like to be around people. But there are also days that I just want to be by myself. Because I need that time, Mm -hmm. just to unwind, you know, just to relax. Mm -hmm. Because I know when I don't, (coughs) and I get tired, what happens, I get irritated. So the fuse, is it fuse or the, Mm -hmm. is a little bit tiny. You know, like okay, Freddy's gonna explode. <laughs> we don't Freddie won't we don't Freddy explode. No I'm kidding. <laughs> but I realized okay, now it's time to, to rest, it's time to relax. Here's another one. When my family tells me and notice that my attitude is different. And man, when Bernie does that to me, this ah, I don't like it. <laughs> My my attitude needs my attitude needs to adjust when relationships with the people I work with are getting pressured. And finally, when my people, my main picture about people gets negative, then I know I need to adjust, change my attitude. Finally attitude your attitude my attitude is contagious it's like the flu you know you it comes off you people pick pick that up So guys, be be aware. Be aware of your attitude. Be aware of the people around you. Be aware of the things that you say. Be aware of the things that you do. Why did you say that in such a manner? Did you say it because you wanted to hurt that person? out of your own hurt things like that so many times we are not even aware the spiritual realities the spiritual substance that we are releasing by our attitude and by our words your words are carrying substance. How do you want to be known? <coughs> what is it, you know, what is it that you want to be seen on your gravestone when they put you in the ground? Amen?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you with Lee? Yes. Oh, okay.
1: I'm <laughs> just
0: checking on you, okay?
1: <laughs>
0: Any preguntas? Which means questions. For the Colombian team, you know, I'm just already there, here, pre, pre- preparing. <laughs> Question, remarks, additions.
4: When you're in a bad attitude, how do you change your mind? Sorry, when? When you have a bad attitude, what do you do to, to change
0: it? Well, first of all, I, I've personally, I, I, I go like, why am I, why am I acting or reacting like this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, m- most of the time, I find that answer that comes really quickly. And from there, you know, I know what to do,
2: yeah, I know what to do yeah. on that
4: what what does it look like practically to um, like how do you I have a thought I don't know how to say it like what can you do to build your awareness of those things? Does that make sense?
0: yeah. Well, like I said, you need somebody in your life to mentor you who is able to determine those, see those things in your life and be able to speak into it and correct you. Okay. And if you do that, because, you know, although Bernadette is not my mentor, she's my wife, but she's probably the one, you know, because here's a weird thing about you hurt people that you love. That you love. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. You don't, don't want to do it, but it happens. And, and and through my marriage, you know, I learned much, be much more aware of, okay, okay, David, no, this is not the right thing to do, it's not the right thing to say. Uh, but also with people, but I tell you guys, when I was my first, my church that I pastored, I was in my late 20s. I was a very mean person. I was mean, mate. I was mean. Finger pointing, judging people. And... Um, so, so through the years, you know, you know, and and having later on mentors in my life who were able to correct me, discipline me, you know, and and but also put, show me, okay, David, why, you know, why is it that you do things like that? And those things are not always fun to hear. Like I said before, but they were so necessary because otherwise, you know you destroy a part of your own life and you will destroy you will destroy others around you your loved ones as well your children not destroy but you know mm-hmm. hurt them mm-hmm. and some of you have been there by, by some of your parents by some of the ones you know that shouldn't have done that in your life but they just did
5: the Holy Spirit to to help us make that transformation. Mm -hmm. So it's it's asking him, telling him, I need you, I need help. Mm -hmm. I cannot, I cannot change myself. You know, I can for a little while with my self-will, but it doesn't last. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit is the true true changer. And so to acknowledge Mm The, whatever area that we need help in, Lord, I just really need you. Yeah. Holy Spirit, help change. me, mm-hmm. And he really will. Yeah. Not maybe once in a while it's instant, but over time,
2: mm-hmm.
5: over time, he absolutely changes. Yeah.
2: For sure, yeah. It's good.
4: Atmosphere of God just being so heavy on um, the church back in Holland. <coughs> I think that's so influenced by our attitudes in that moment. You know, if yep. your if your attitude is just I don't really feel like it, it is hard for the Spirit to come down and pour out if you're standing in the way of it. You know what I mean? Does that make any mm-hmm. sense? And so I think that yep. we're really trying to change the the atmosphere of the houses and create an atmosphere of. Um, faith and worship, that needs to be our attitude and our posture during the day, when it's not expected, you know, Monday or Tuesday, Thursday, it's kind of like your worship's not up. but every other day, and even when it's hard, and even when it kind of sucks, it's still just kind Yourself, catching catching the attitude of someone. You mm-hmm. ever had that experience before? It just it wasn't you at all, but but slowly but surely you just started picking it up. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. I mean that attitude is truly contagious. It really is. It's, it's contagious. And it begins to I don't, I don't know if it starts with your outlook or ends with your outlook or both.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: But at the end of the day, it changes the way you see things. <clears throat> Change the way you see things. I think you're right, Shane. I think I think it's I think we have to understand that it's part of the journey, it's part of the process. And and there's process to to cultivate it. The attitude. It's, it's its a process. And, and I actually, I don't mind the process. I feel richer for the process. Things that are just behavioral modification for a minute, that's
1: not,
4: that's not deep enough. Mm-hmm. I, I, want, I want something that's actually going to take root in my life. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind the process. <clears throat> it does feel a little frustrating from time to time when it's not as quick as I hope or
1: wish. Mm-hmm.
4: But it's more lasting over time. But but I just think it's interesting to note that that, that attitude is contagious mm-hmm. and, and it can it can you can really catch something. Mm-hmm. And I wanna make sure I wanna make sure that I'm a blessing.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I really want to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. People catch that. And if nothing else, I hope they catch it from my attitude. You know? And I think I think faith or no faith I think the world values a good answer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. faith or no faith Mm -hmm. sometimes it's the only difference between the one who is promoted and the one who still doesn't say
6: going back to what Jean said and kind of what you said, like at the very, very beginning, like there's a handful of people in my life that are older than me, and like not a whole lot of people, but people that I'm like, wow, (coughs) they love God. Like it's a mark of their life. Mm -hmm. Is like everyone that I'm thinking (coughs) has shown like the greatest amount of humility, and like people that it's like clear that they love God and that's the fruit of their life it's like more than anything like I see their dependence on God like every single day and not that oh like I'm this years old like I'm this wise or I'm this like I've made it this far like I don't really consider that like wow they're a great leader but like if they show great humility and great need it's kind of backwards but like Gene shows like she's a great need. And that's like the mark of a great leader. And I think it's shown like for me to be able to give off an attitude that is worthy of getting caught by other people Mm -hmm. I need to be like asking for daily bread. And I think it's interesting that Jesus doesn't say like, give us this day our monthly bread or our weekly bread, but it's like Continuous, like oh, you need this every
1: single
6: day. And I have like people that I've really, really looked up to. Like they show that so much; they're not afraid to talk about how much they need it.
3: so So, so a question for both Gina, maybe David too. So, so why is it that a person or two persons in similar difficult circumstances? Why would one person have a positive attitude and why does another one have a negative attitude? So what's the root to the attitude and at times why do we hold on to it? It's like you're holding on to misery, you're eating poison, you know it's bad, but you don't want to give it up. So what's the, how would you discern uh, what's driving that? How can you help a person give up the poison?
0: Well, one one thing is pride. They need to give up the pride. And pride. it's pride. Part of it is pride. Yeah. Uh, uh, the 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 pride to give up something of themselves. You know. I feel hurt. I feel every re- I'm every reason. I have every reason to feel like I feel,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you have not. You know, there's n- you can nothing to s- There's nothing that you can say for me to change that. That that's pride, and if people are not willing to <coughs> to let that part go, you know, uh, that most of the time a, a little brother of that or a big brother of that is like unforg- <coughs> unforgiveness and bitterness that's 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 the whole fa- the whole family if that you know if people are hanging around that tree you know it's that it's that desire man I need to change and you know the the choice means something is wrong here and that's why people one part one groups is changing and is being set free and goes a different direction and there's a part that sticks with the pain, that wants to hang on to the pain, and you know, and, and keep, keep feeding and keep giving out poison, like you said. Jean, what's your take on that? So I
5: um, would love to, ha- to give the whole lesson. But <laughs> just, I think, to try to put it in a nutshell, I just have to go back to the character of God again the character of God and his promise all things all things that's without exception we'll work together for good mm-hmm. to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purposes now um, <clears throat> sometimes we have our own definition of good good means I don't get hurt Mm-hmm. Good means I get to have prayers answered like I want them, yeah. but I think God defines good by himself. God is good, mm-hmm. yeah. and so when you, to me the understanding that um, to become, you, this is my deep, deep belief, <laughs> I do not think that I will ever, ever face any circumstance that does not hold out a potential blessing. Right. Potential blessing. <coughs> provided I learn how to respond to that circumstance mm-hmm. Amen. as Jesus would. Yes. Guys, that's one of the big secrets to life. Yes. It's not what has happened to us. No. But that's going to determine the course of our life Mm -hmm. as believers. But how I respond Mm -hmm. will determine it. And if I honestly believe that every circumstance can make me a little bit more like Jesus, which I Mm -hmm. do, Mm -hmm. I truly do, if I Mm -hmm. respond to that. Mm
1: -hmm.
5: So that's good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's nothing that could be any better Because Jesus was the only whole, healed, free person that ever lived, right? Mm. So if I'm being changed into his image, guess what happens to me? Mm. The more whole, healed, and free I become. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, I don't want to hold on. Mm -hmm. I don't. I want to be changed. I want to be free. And that is the way to
1: freedom.
7: I was thinking about the whole time was the character I got, like today we had to take Bailey to the hospital and it was like we could have gone with like this fear and like freaking out and just being like oh no she's gonna die like but I just had like this peace like I had a peace that just like everything was gonna work out even if something bad happened like even if she were to die Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, it would be okay. I just had, like, this peace because I just knew that, like, going into it, I was like, God is just good. Like, he's a good father. Like, there's so many things about his character that are good. So it's, like, hard to hold on, like, what you were saying, to hold on to, like, the poison like, your attitude has to change based on his character.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: And it's solid. It's not, like, it's not based on feelings or circumstances. It's based on, like, his character and who he is mm-hmm. and, who, and what he says. Like, who, who he says, like, what you're saying, like, we hold ourselves back. Mm-hmm. That's, like, so tr- so true. Like, we're the ones that hold mm-hmm. ourselves back. <clears throat> from blessings from God, from whatever from God. Like, can you just imagine, Raka, if you've just been like, no, I can't do it. I'm not gonna apply for these magazines. Like, but you did. And so it's like, you're leaving that blessing and benefit from it. And I just think like, we have to start believing God and what he says about himself and what he says about us like mm-hmm. we have to believe that mm-hmm. we have to believe that he's not a god that teases us mm-hmm. he's not dragging us around on a string and like waiting to like just drop us mm-hmm. like he's he doesn't do that
1: mm-hmm.
7: like we have to believe
1: mm-hmm.
7: who he is yep. and like and also like I think having that relationship with him really helps that but and it's a process and all the stuff that everyone said, but I was just thinking about that today of Bailey, just being like, That's awesome. Yeah, it would really suck if she died today, but I just knew that I was going to be okay, and like we were going to be okay, and there was just like an overwhelming peace about it.
4: At first, there wasn't. <laughs> For, him. For me, there wasn't, obviously several things but, but what did you do i stood in our house right after the meeting this morning it was a like peace like declaring crap over me no. <laughs> i was like I and then we went but
1: and
7: sometimes i think you have to do that you have to tell yourself like no that's
4: right like yes
7: yeah. yeah. like yeah. remind yourself like no. sometimes you do have to remind yourself Yeah. like who is god like right. who am i that's right sometimes you you just remind yourself yeah.
6: Yeah.
7: I
4: Sorry. I was just going to say two two words for me <clears throat> with the question that Lee posed, and it, and it speaks to, to. But I learned these two words through the reality of walking through the hard places, hard places, tests, trials, real life. Right. This is why now I'm thankful for the real life experiences.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: That's attitude. Mm-hmm. when even the painful thing becomes a blessing to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. surrender and trust mm-hmm. Sur- Sur- yeah. surrender and trust mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now i truly believe all things work together. yes mm-hmm. trust mm-hmm. the trust what? Sometimes I don't even fully know that before I have to surrender. Mm-hmm. And I have to sometimes say, God, I don't even know how this is going to shake out. But I
6: I really don't remember if that was who it was. I think. I'm pretty sure it was, but um, there was this lady, older lady, who like loved God and had learned over time to just continue to be submitting to God and understanding like you can't put your plans over what God knows because you don't know all that God knows. And like someone had like not gotten a job that they really wanted. They they like I don't know what it was, like, but. They really wanted this job, and they, in the end, they realized that they not get it, and then when they told that grandma, apparently, like, her first reaction was like, oh, praise God, like, protection. And, like, that was, like, her instant, like, didn't even have to think about it, because she was just so set on that's who God was. And, like, it wasn't like, oh, I missed out on opportunities." opportunity, it's like, you weren't ready for that, it would have been your destruction, praise God they didn't get it, yet, or whatever. And... I think that's like when you start to emphasize the character of God over did I get this, did I not get this. Like there's so many things like that I see in my life where like it's taken me a lot of time to realize because I'm really stubborn. But like I look back and I'm like, I'm really glad that I didn't get that or that didn't work out. I'm really glad. Like that would have been my destruction. That's cool to see.
2: I think it's calling your season good, even when it doesn't, even when everything surrounding you tells you it's not, Mm -hmm. it's calling it good, because is already good because because
1: your five closest friends, too, so you mm-hmm. all rub off on each other. so how do you, yeah, mm-hmm. that
4: makes sense? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. That's
8: why who your friends are in your, your high school, greatly determines what you do in high
2: school. Do you mean like where you can't change the circumstance?
1: Um, or no. No, I mean, not as much circumstance as much as like attitudes of people and, I don't know,
4: maybe negative qualities people are displaying constantly, you know? Or at least protecting your own attitude.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean. Is that what you're saying? Like when it starts to affect you?
4: Or is it possible to spend ample amounts of time with someone or someone who has a negative attitude? Right. Without being infected or affected, or are you going to turn around? Or yeah, or can you spend ample amounts of time Mm -hmm. and have a strong enough Mm -hmm. inner man Mm -hmm. that the external doesn't override the internal, Mm -hmm. but rather the opposite? I
1: think so. I
3: think you can use it as an opportunity. I think it's okay if it influences you if it influences you in the right way, because. If you're surrounded by negative people, it can influence you to be even more
1: positive. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so it's not necessarily bad that influences you, because it can kind of be seen as a challenge <coughs> sometimes. So yeah, sometimes when you hear a bunch of negative
8: talk from us, and you're like, well, "How am I talking?" <laughs> kind of thing.
1: Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. like I struggle with that too at work and I just don't say anything like I'm the quietest person at work just because I have nothing to say to negativity I'm just like I don't know man I don't know like so it's hard like I struggle with that same thing but I try to see it as a challenge
8: um I actually had an experience with this at when I was going through the program I created, I worked at this place called Dark City, Delhi, and um, i I'm, I'm pretty sure I was the only Christian there. Um, I actually worked with two Satanists, and like I was really like really, really wrestling with like because I, I mean, I worked full time, like I was there fifty, 60 hours a week, and like spending a lot of time with these people, and I was like, man, like. I probably should quit because they're bad influences, and like they're not <clears throat> pouring into me, and I'm not getting anything out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually watched this documentary in class called Godspeed, on Vimeo, really good. Um, and it was about this pastor that, um, like, was from the U.S., moved to Scotland, and he was like all gung ho right when he showed up. He was like, all right, where's my office? Like, where can I get set up? And the the head leader of the church was like, whoa, dude. Like, your office is not like a space. It's like being with people, being with all kinds of people, being with, like, old ladies and orphans and being with, like, people at the bars, like being in the community first um, because that's, like, that's where ministry starts. Yeah. And, uh... It, like, referenced Jeremiah 6.16, which is ask for the good ways and follow it. And it's actually why I got this tattoo. Um, But it's just, it's, it's just, like, God places, I mean, obviously, be intentional with you, but, like, if you have, like, something like this, like, if you're in a community like this, like, God's not wanting you to just stay here. Like, he's asking you to, like, go make disciples and making disciples is with people who maybe have really bad attitudes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's
1: it's all, yeah, about your attitude going into it. Like, obviously don't go in like, I'm gonna
8: change this person, but go in with like the heart of like, I just wanna love this person really well, regardless of what they give me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's like how you can let it not affect you is like, make sure you're getting poured into like make sure you have that really good community, mm-hmm. um, and make sure like you are going in just to love them as aggressively as you can. Mm-hmm. So
4: yeah. That's so good. That's so good. I love that last part like aggressive. <laughs> like you Departed before? Probably not a great movie to watch, so but it was a good movie. Was a super good movie <laughs>
3: but, uh, Oh, was a very thick. oh geez. At the Thick. At the beginning, Jesse was like, "I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want to be." A my environment would be a product of me mm-hmm. and even in a negative mobster kind of way but it's like <laughs> like from a like uh like just a mindset kind of way i think it's actually a great mindset um like matt and josh and i used to roll up to ridgecrest at six o'clock in the morning and like everyone was pissed that they were there and Josh and Matt and I walk yes. up there.
4: We're the Eagles, let's go! And just yeah. like, you know,
3: like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And everybody just like rolled their eyes as we walked in, but they also it a little bit. And
2: like, um, I think, like,
3: I, I definitely like, I'm not always great at it, but I try to be like aggressive with like setting yeah. setting the environment, you know? Like somebody's gotta set it. Yeah. It's not really gonna be me, you know? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I mean, just yeah. like, Especially like if you're working with like contractors, like they're not known for their positive attitude. <laughs> so like I usually just clown, you know. Yeah. Like why like, not? Like, like bro, I'm tripping. Yeah.
4: You know, you can say. <laughs> well, so. Most, most of life is overflow. Yeah. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Most of life is overflow. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're trying to drink from the well of other people's soul. Mm-hmm there's your reward. <clears throat> In other words, if all you're doing to determine whether or not you're going to be around or do whatever is, is determined by what it brings you or what they give you or what they... Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's healthy balance and there's seasons where decision about where you spend your time and who you should spend your time with. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> we live from the inside out. And so much of our life is about an overflow from what, what's happening on the inside. And so I really think that 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 this issue about is it possible to spend ample time and da, 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 da. I think that's really more a question of, of of how much how much we're drinking from another well, how much we're feeding off of another source, and how much that inner man and the measure for which. I think the older I get, the more I realize life, life isn't what comes at me. Life is what comes from within me. Yep. Mm-hmm. my belly for mm-hmm. those 50%.
3: Taught us how to walk our faith, but they did not teach us how to walk into the culture that we live in. And so mm-hmm. you can't just expect to just walk in the Christian circles. And also mm-hmm. that's not where God calls you to walk in. And so we're meant to we're meant to go out and be missionaries wherever we are and whatever workplace we are. But